Hey there traders, looking to take the guesswork out of trading and only 10 minutes a day? Then you need to head on over to AIStockTradingSystem.com right now, where you can get our five-step system to take the guesswork out of trading in only 10 minutes per day. And the only place to get that is at AIStockTradingSystem.com. That's AIStockTradingSystem.com. There's no such thing as fantasy trading. Don't open up an account and think you're going to make a million dollars without any sort of scratch. I I remember when I was obsessed, you know, in that phase, I was saying to myself, "Hey, I'm going to I'm going to be the first trader ever who's never taken a loss. It's going to be a year, two years go by. I'm going to get interviewed by CNBC. I'm going to be sitting right there on the desk. They're going to be talking, you know, how do you never take a loss? You know, I'll say on the bottom, Sean Deckmar has won the last 1,200 trades in a row. First tra trade I ever made, lost. First one. So, yeah. you know, it, just right there, I was like, wow, okay. You know, even with all my studying, it definitely took me a little time to get it. But I mean, trading, it's a game of wins and it's a game of losses, but it's a game of managing your losses so your wins are always outbeating them. This is the How to Trade Stocks Options Podcast, brought to you by 10MinuteStockTrader.com, where we cover finance, stocks, options, entrepreneurship, education, and money. And here's your host, voted one of the top 100 people in finance, Christopher Ewell. Today's episode is produced in partnership with FinClub.ai. Trade with confidence and take the guesswork out of trading with FinClub's artificial intelligence platform. Now you can get access to the best AI trading platform on the market for as little as $19 per month. That's almost the price of Netflix. So head on over to FinClub.ai to start your two-week free trial right now. Remember, that's at FinClub.ai. Hey, make sure you subscribe and hit the bell so you'll be notified every time we give you more tools, tips, and tricks to help you trade faster and trade smarter every single week. Hey there, traders. Welcome back to another episode of the How to Trade Stocks and Options podcast. Today, we have a special guest online, Sean Deckmar. Sean, he trades at Tradecaster.net, and we're going to be talking all about Tradecaster today. And Sean, listen, I really appreciate you coming on the, on the line today. We've got a lot to talk about. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Uh, Always a big fan of your podcast as well. So, you know, when I got the invitation, I definitely wanted to jump on and speak to you. And again, thank you so much for uh, being a part of this episode. I look forward to it. Oh, man, I tell you, you're uh, you're, you're making me blush. <laughs> it's just me doing my thing in my house. It's uh, it's just I tell people it's like um, it's like the podcast is a fly on the wall and I get to have a conversation with some really cool people. And uh, I, I mean, actually, this morning, the first you're the fourth person I talked to today and the first one I talked to. I was like, you know, having a podcast just opens so many doors to where yeah. I can call and talk to people and just kind of uh, shoot the shit for an hour or whatever it is. Yeah. And uh, I wouldn't be able to do that otherwise. So it just makes things easier this way. That is, that is one of the best parts about doing what we do in general. You know, I, I'll be in my chat room every single day and just being able to speak to other people who have the same interest as you because, I mean, I'll go out and hang out with my friends. If I start talking about stocks, they they'll start walking away with uh, away from me after 10 to 15 minutes. So being able to ha have a community and be able to talk to people every single day about stocks and have that same exact passion, it's it's always good. And sometimes you get lost in how much you're talking about it because uh, yes. that's a very easy thing to do. And, ex and especially when you're talking to someone who has no idea what you're talking about, it's like they're looking at you like it's a foreign language. Dude, I know. It's like that with my wife. Now, I, I use this as, as endearingly as I can, but every time I start talking about numbers, she glazes over like a donut. I mean, oh, yeah. she is just like, totally, I don't care, not at all. Just do your thing. Yeah. <laughs> so I get no, it. Oh, that's good. That's good. Every time that, you know, my, uh, my girlfriend comes around me, I start talking about stocks, so she goes in the other direction. Yes. Very easy way to just get away for a little bit. <laughs> yeah, you know, and, you know, I... Uh, 
I was talking to somebody today and I, I made a connection. So I'm not a sports guy, but I am a stocks guy. And I was like, I was trying to talk to my brother-in-law and he wants to learn to trade and mm-hmm. he's a big sports fan. And I was like, oh, you know what? So he cares and places emphasis on like sports scores and teams mm-hmm. and players and things like that. And I translate that into like options and stocks yeah. and different companies and, and earnings and things like that. And I was like, wow, okay, we really are the same. We just have yeah. different things we focus on. Yeah, that's like a big part of my you know training and teaching. Everything I, I do, I try to break it down to simplify it into different analogies. And a lot of times I, I compare stock trading to sports because there's so many different similarities and mm-hmm. uh, especially these little analogies that can help you understand the market. Because when you're first learning how to trade, obviously things can get very difficult. So if you can kind of break it down and make it more simplified so, so someone can relate to something, it, it becomes 10 times easier. So sports is one of those perfect yeah. examples where uh, you can always grab something from the stock market and be like, hey, this would be this type of thing in a sport. So it really just makes everything a lot easier as well. For sure. So, Sean, give us a little background about who you are, where you came from. How did how did uh, Tradecaster and everything that that you do come about? Yeah. So, currently, I'm 27 right now. Uh, I started trading when I was 19 to 20. Started getting involved with it when I was a sophomore in college. Uh, and really, I, I've told the story a few times, but it really just comes down to I wanted more. I wanted to be able to do something I was proud of. Um, you know, going in high school, I was never the kid that was graduating at the very top of my class. I was just in the middle of my pack. Then, you know, going off to college from there was didn't really know what to do. You know, didn't know what field I wanted to go into because when you think about it, you know, when you're 17 and 18 years old and someone says, what do you want to do the rest of your life? So many people are changing their mind constantly. I don't think there's anyone that goes in there and 100% is happy and never thinks twice about it. Right. So, with my major that I was currently in, I wasn't absolutely in love with it. And I'm saying to myself, you know, I'm going to school, I'm paying all this big money, I'm getting a degree, and this is what I'm going to be doing for the next 30, 40 years until I retire. You know, I want to do something more with myself. I want to be proud every single day I wake up. And now money's not the most important thing in the world. And I'll be the one, the first one to say that. But does it help? Absolutely. Is it going to allow you to do the things that you want to do? Absolutely. So, you know, I definitely wanted to do something that I enjoyed, I had a passion for. And on top of that, I would be able to make some big money. So when I was actually a sophomore in college, I went to the, the library and just Googled. You know, it's, it's super basic. I Googled how to get rich. And three different things popped up. Either A, start a business, B, get involved with real estate, or C, get involved with the stock market. So I was going through each one of these and trying to learn more about them, more about them. And the stock market is just one that really clicked with me. Right when I started studying the stock market, I really just got obsessed with it. And when I mean obsessed, I was obsessed with the stock market. Um, You know, there were times that I probably weren't going to my college courses, but that was only because I was honestly giving myself my own course in the in the library. Um, I tell my parents that a lot. You know, I was like, oh, hey, mom, dad, there were times I weren't going to class. But it's not like I wasn't going to class and playing Call of Duty or Fortnite or any of that stuff. I was going to the library and trying to give myself my own education on you know how to trade stocks and that's just looking through Google, Investopedia, YouTube, just trying to get as much information as I can. One of the best things I say to myself is uh, I was a broke college kid because when I first started stock trading, I fell in love with it and if I had the money, I would have invested right away. 
And that's one of the biggest problems people do is they find they find money, find the passion, which I love, but they invest right away before they're truly ready. And if I again traded right away, I would have lost everything and I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing right now. So since I was a you know, college kid, since I was working that you know $8 an hour job, it took me six, seven, eight months to be able to even remotely get an account saved up while of course trying to live my life. So I was paper trading, studying, and this allowed me to make mistakes on paper trade, lose money paper trade, figure out what worked, what didn't work. And then finally, after about 10 to 11 months, I was able to move to a real account. And that's when my trading career started. So I started when I was a junior, actually trading real money, turned again my $2,300 account into around 18,000 my first year. So again, it was like 16,000 bucks. It wasn't anything out of this world, but as a college kid, it, I was, I felt like a king. You know, you go out to, you know, your, your $1, you know, draft beer night, you're buying everything for the whole entire school. You're the coolest right. kid around. Uh, but you know, by senior year, everything keeps on, you know, improving right after college, switched over to a full-time trader and now being, you know, seven years after, uh, just been doing it every day since. So love what I do every single day, waking up and being able to work with my community, live stream my trading and uh, just be able to help out. You know, it's absolutely awesome. So every single day I still have that same fire, same drive, same passion that I started with, you know, when I was a sophomore in school. And, uh, you know, I don't think I'm ever going to lose it. You know, that's the beautiful thing about the stock market is every single day is different. So I couldn't imagine working, of course, underneath someone or a nine to five or just kind of doing paperwork all day. Just It's just not for me. And one of the biggest things I always say is at some point, you know, you're going to have to make it change you know if you want to actually be someone if you want to make money if you want to you know live a life you know out of normal expectations you can't live a normal life you have to do something different and that's what i really noticed back when i was a sophomore in school i was going to one class then i went to another class then i went to another class and all i did with hundreds of kids is just go to the same class over and over and over again i thought to myself when am I going to do something different? Because if you, I always give the analogy, you look down the street, you look down in your neighbor, uh, your neighborhood, everyone's probably driving the same exact type of car, you know, maybe a Toyota, maybe a Camry, maybe a Honda, all probably within that, you know, $20,000 to $50,000 range, the majority of people for cars. How, how is someone affording, you know, these foreign cars? How is someone, again, affording these million dollar homes? How do people have just like these ginormous boats and stuff? At some point in their life, they had to do something different. At some point in their life, they had to go off the beaten path. And then that's where I was saying to myself as a sophomore, hey, if I just follow the steps that everyone does, I'm going to be absolutely the same as everyone else. And the thing is, so many people are nervous to get away from normal. And it's like, you know, what's nervous to get away from normal? If I tried and for the worst case scenario, I, I failed. I lost, let's say, my 2,300 bucks. I'm in the same exact position that everyone else is in. There's no harm, there's no risk to actually just try to be something better. Sure, do you have to sacrifice some nights of going out with your friends? Absolutely. Are you going to, again, you know, be watching some videos in the video library or watching YouTube instead of you know, hanging out with your buddies or anything along those lines? Yeah, but you're gonna make sacrifices if you guys wanna be better. You know, so it really comes down to that. So I always thought, if you want to live, you know, a great life, if you want to, of course, you know, be able to have these amazing things, you got to be able to break away from the pact. And, you know, so many people are kind of nervous because what, what people are going to think about you. And that's kind of like one of the big things I always see about, you know, on social media, whenever someone's trying to do something, let's say someone starts a business or someone starts stock trading or someone, again, you know, uploads a video of them singing. It's like people always are going to have comments about you. And I, I couldn't tell, you know, even my own friends, you know, commenting kind of like behind my back a little bit like, yeah, OK, Sean's going to be a stock trader. Yeah, we'll see how 
how that works out. So it, the thing is, you just ignore that type of stuff or you use that as fuel. You know, it's like, okay, hey, you want to talk about it like that? You know, just see where I'm at now. Same exact people who try to put me down, you know, six, seven years later, sliding in my DMs, asking me how to trade. So, I mean, it all comes around. You just got to be willing to kind of work through that little bit. But people, again, scared to take chances. What's there to lose? You're only going to be jumping back just to everyone else. Worst case scenario, if you ever failed. So, you know, I always say, you know, go after it, try to get it, try to make it happen. But it really comes down to you and your mindset to first, you know, really make that first step. You know, that that was really great. In fact, we should uh, we should cut that and make that a uh, like a motivational video right there. Just all of that. Uh, yeah. How long did you go? Like eight minutes straight. That was really Maybe. good, though. You, co yeah. you covered a lot. Um, listen, I, I know exactly where you're coming from. I there was a point where when I decided that I was going to start trading, um, mm -hmm. I was like obsessed. Oh, and yeah, obsessed. like I got to the point where like I was I was going to work and I was coming home and then I was studying and then I was going to bed and then I was dreaming about the options, <laughs> yeah. right? Dreaming yeah. about trading. And it was just repeat. Yeah. And uh, unfortunately, uh, unlike your circumstance, I actually blew up my account twice. Okay. But I think back on that, and I'm I'm actually super grateful that I did when I did, because let's say um, piece of the story. Yeah, because because I mean I couldn't imagine doing it now. I, I wouldn't let it happen now, right? Yeah. But then at the same time, it's like if I had lost, let's call it five thousand dollars, then that's a lot easier to handle than a multiple of that now. Absolutely. And I, you know, hearing hearing stories like that where uh, you didn't have a chance to blow up, I'm yeah. almost like Sean. I'm, I'm happy for you, but I'm nervous for you because I yeah. don't know if you felt that pain. I'm sure you've had losing trades. No, I've, I've, had, had, losing I, I've trades. had pain in my trading. Yeah, <laughs> don't get me wrong. I'm, I don't. I always say again, I, there's no such thing as fantasy trading. Don't open up an account and think you're going to make a million dollars without any sort of scratch. I I remember when I was obsessed, you know, in that phase. I was saying to myself, hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna be the first trader ever who's never taken a loss. It's gonna be a year, two years go by. I'm gonna get interviewed by CNBC. I'm gonna be sitting right there on the desk. They're gonna be talking, you know, how do you never take a loss? You know, I'll say on the bottom, Sean Deckmar has won the last 1,200 trades in a row. First tra trade I ever made, lost. First one. So, yeah. you know, it, just right there, I was like, wow, okay. You know, even with all my studying, it definitely took me a little time to get it. But I mean, trading, it's a game of wins and it's a game of losses, but it's a game of managing your losses so your wins are always outbeating them. You know, if you want to be a successful trader, it's okay to have losses, but it's about cutting those losses quick enough so that every single win is going to be able to make back any sort of loss. And that's one of the strategies I always try to follow, two to one ratio. It means if I, again, take two losses and one win, I'll be back to even. So let's say I have an off week, let's say I have an off month. Every single time I lose, one win will put me back into the green. And all we do there is just cut our losses quickly and we make sure that every single win is going to be double. So it, 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 there's times, of course, I'm going to take losses. There's times, of course, that every single trade goes on a little bit of a losing streak but if you just keep your emotions in check if you don't get greedy if you set stop losses you know you're going to be able to bounce back right away which is absolutely great but thankfully in 2020 so far my win percentage is 82 percent so right now eight, eight out of ten trades i'm able to come out on top of but you know i, I always got to watch those one to two because i'm human just like everyone else and greed does take over sometimes and my emotions do take over sometimes and you know it's always great to just kind of get out of those plays and you never want to be the person holding the bag and saying to yourself oh this will come back up this will come back up Come on, please come back on up. You don't yeah. want to be that guy. So, but we've yeah, all been there. So, so what kind of trading do you do? Um, so I'm primarily options. Um, 
mostly selling spreads. That's that's kind of my bread and butter. And it's just so simple, right? Like if, if we got a back tested moving average and it's moving up, let's call it the 20 day moving average. Yeah. And uh, you've you've seen in TrendSpider that uh, that provides the, the best return overall uh, historical uh, past performance is not indicative of future results, as they say. Yeah. But uh, and then just, you know, sell put spreads as that's going up. It just like it's a really simple way to trade and it just really works for me because I don't want to be like I run two two companies and so it's yeah. like I don't want to be stuck trading all day. <laughs> I yeah, have other no. things I mean, to I do. Think, yeah. I don't think anyone out, out wants to sit in front of their computer all day and that's one of the beautiful things about trading. You know, sometimes yeah. you're in and out within a couple minutes, sometimes mm-hmm. it's an hour, sometimes you know it could be half a day, but it's not like you're sitting there for 9 hours a day just staring at your computer screen and unless you really want to, of course, but the majority of the trades that I get involved with are going to be probably $25 and below. Uh, okay. that is the majority of my trades and uh, especially when I first started. You know, if you only have 2000, $3000 in your account, you know, a lot of times what I suggest to be able to really grow that you know i'm going to need to be able to buy enough shares to be able to make a profit so i don't really do too much option trading i'm always looking to be able to buy micro cap plays which are again you know ten dollars or below as your account gets bigger you can always go a little higher 25 dollars and below but even now when i when i trade with my larger account and i have two different uh trading accounts i'm going to have one larger account and i have one smaller account the smaller account i like to do uh i live stream and i use this one to be able to teach traders my strategy on how to grow out of that small account um and then my bigger account i like to trade a a lot of blue chips and just day trade you know tesla has obviously been such a hot play in 2020 uh Mm -hmm. you can really just hop in and out of tesla and be able to make you know hundreds of thousands of dollars sometimes within minutes just because how how hot that plays throughout uh every single day so that's always an awesome one but I always try to trade with two different accounts. And obviously, I, every single day is a learning experience for me. I always say education has no ceiling. You know, I've been trading for seven years and I know a lot about the stock market. I know a lot about day trading. I know a lot about microcaps, and I know a lot about blue chips. But the thing is, every single time I log on, every single time I trade, I'm, you know, subconsciously picking up new things just by staring at graphs, just by staring at the level two, just by watching price movement. You don't realize how much you're really retaining. You don't realize that day after day after day you do these things, you wait up and you start noticing things that you think are normal and people are like well how do you realize this and you're just like Mm -hmm. i I just do you know it's it's kind of like a little superpower you always got to kind of get to that wall where so many people are saying hey i don't really know what any of this stuff means and i just say keep plugging away at it you know keep putting yourself in those positions you know keep keep working as hard as you can and then finally you wake up one day and you're like hey this all makes sense and that was probably the hardest part of my you know when i first started trading is just trying to learn and just being so confused and trying to learn and being so confused and finally you know you keep doing it day after day after being overwhelmed so much you say to yourself wow okay you know i'm starting to pick things up and that's one of the things that i want all new traders to know when they first start trading is you are going to be overwhelmed you know looking at support resistance candlesticks level twos volume indicators vwap rsi all the stuff you're saying to yourself how, how am i supposed to pick all this stuff up you know it, it's so much information and i would say when you're overwhelmed that's absolutely okay because it means you're working it's like the same exact thing you go to the gym you go to the gym you start working out doing some cardio start benching whatever your muscles are sore the next day you know Mm -hmm. why because you're putting them through stress to only get bigger same exact thing when learning the stock market you might be overwhelmed stressed confused it's because you're putting yourself in position to actually learn how to do it so again never uh i always say you know never get um really hard on yourself if you're just trying to learn you know the markets it's not easy but once you again get the hang of it you know things as you say go buttery smooth after a while yeah and and you know i remember actually i was sitting in this chair right here one day and I just came off a great winning streak. 
And it was after I had made many adjustments in, in the way I traded. And I remember yeah. sitting here thinking, why did I make it so hard? Yeah. <laughs> it's not like it's simple, but mm -hmm. once you understand how the things worked, like you were just talking about, yeah. then it just clicks. Yeah. And then like, there's just like, there's not a fear, right? I remember specifically a fear of losing or a fear of placing a trade in case it might lose. And like, like I don't have that now. Cause like, I know what I'm going to do. And yeah. if this, if X happens, I'm going to do Y. And if Z happens, I'm going to do A. Yeah. And, you know, honestly, if, if I could figure out a way to program into a, a computer the way that I trade and just let it go, I would totally do that because yeah. I know, I know what works. And basically you're just trend following, uh, you know, at the end of the day, the way we make money when we buy stocks is getting into a trend. If that trend is at the bottom of a, of a reversal, or if that trend is uh, it's turned and you're waiting for it to have some sort of confirmation, um, mm -hmm. you, you're just following a trend at the end of the day. That's uh, I, I say that so much. Yes, when you first start off, you want to try to learn as much as you can. But then after you kind of learn as much as you can, you can break it down so simple. Like yeah. as you said, trend line. You know, if I if I was going to my nephew who's four years old and I showed him a picture of a stock that went up, came on down, bounced off the line, came up, came on down, bounced the line, came on up, I say, what would come up next? He'd say, bounce off this line. Absolutely. But so many people, again, overthink it, you know, at that point where they say, oh, you know, no, we got to look at, you know, the MACD crossing over this moving average yes. and the volume on this day. And it's like, just, you know, take pump the brakes a little bit. You know, everything's absolutely okay. So I understand, you know, sometimes we overcomplicate it because we can't, we say it can't be this easy. But, right. you know, that's that's a huge part of trading. And, you know, I always, uh, always say um, a lot of new traders are always hurting themselves because usually what happens in the stock market a lot of times, you kind of have to think about it and take a step back where if you see a ginormous spike, you know, we see a huge spike go on up. Everyone wants to jump into that spike. But a lot of times if you see the spike, it's usually too late to get in on that play. So that's one of the big things I always tell traders is once you see a ginormous spike, I know it looks appealing. It's like, okay, hey, I want to go play that one. Look how hard that one's spiking on up. But usually you'll hear traders say, why is it everything I buy end up losing? Why is it every time I buy a play, it always goes down? Why are, are people after me? Does it like, do people know that I'm buying these stocks? Because it seems like it always falls. But the biggest, you know, new trader mistake is they wait for the big time spike. They visually see the spike. They visually see the breakout. They see how big it's gone already. And they say, okay, now I feel comfortable buying. But since it's gone so big, guess what's going to happen? It's going to have a sell-off soon, and then you, you miss out on the bounce, and you're upset with yourself. You see it spike again, then you buy on the top once again. You really have to wait for those hard drops, wait for the support line, get on the trend line, bounce it back on up, then, and then you ride. But it's just, again, a lot of people don't know these things, and that's why you just need a little bit of a, a mentor, or you need someone or some course or anything along these lines to just learn the right way. Unfortunately, when I first started, again, I didn't have any of this stuff, so I was just all trial and error. As I said, um, it's one of the best things for me being a broke college kid. So when I was just paper trading, you know, how did I learn to trade? It was more along the lines of, hey, this doesn't work. Hey, I just lost 200 bucks. Hey, I lost 400. Hey, I lost 800. Hey, this worked. Let me try to expand off this. You know, why it took me so long to actually be profitable in my trading is because I, I think I found every single way how not to be profitable in my trading. I think we and, all hit that. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I've been there. Like I, I, I vividly tried uh, there were so many different indicators and things that I tried stacking, right? And then um, I was like, I'm going to call tops, I'm going to call bottoms, which is like the worst thing you could try to do, let me tell you. Um, and then, you know, I, I did similar to what you were saying. I, I took several steps back. I blew up my account twice, like I said. Um, and 
you know, started reading and learning and there's lots of good resources. And then there's also lots of not great resources. Yeah, so you got to kind of figure out what actually works for you. Right. I mean, yeah. your style of trading may not fit my personality. That's another 100%. way. Yeah. yeah. But, um, you know, there's lots of great books out there. And some of them that I really love were uh, new trader, rich trader by Steve Burns. Mm -hmm. Um, Steve's such an incredible guy. And then, uh, how I made $2 million in the stock market by Nicholas Darvish. Um, reminiscences of a stock operator. And I was just talking to somebody earlier today. You know, even these books that are like 100 years old, there's still yeah. a lot that yes. can be applied in today's market. And wow. you wouldn't believe it until you read it or listened to it and just hearing like, oh, um, uh, specifically how I made $2 million in the stock market. Nicholas Darvish would talk about Darvish boxes is what he called them. And essentially, it's like if the stock price is moving in this range, mm -hmm. he's not interested. But once it broke out of that, his own yeah. like box that he created, once it broke out of that, then he was interested. And it's just like dudes identifying trends and riding the trends as long as they as long as they'll go. Yeah. And uh, you know, it's just it, it's simple things like that that we, as we're learning, just really take for granted. And I even told Steve this one time, I was like, the longer I trade, the simpler my strategy gets. Yeah, <laughs> I'm tired true. of adding all these different indicators and stuff. <laughs> all, you, all you have to do a lot of times, you know, find higher lows, find lower lows, find big spikes. And you get it, it, trading is just a game of obviously learning everything about as much as you can. And then on top of that, simplifying it all down. So, and, uh, and, and being OK with losers. That's like a, that's a huge part of it. Uh, you've got to I can be okay tell you how many times I talk to people and they say, Hey, I don't think this is for me. I say, what happened? They say, Oh, I lost $32 today. I say $32. That's it. And they say, yeah, I don't know if I can be a stock trader. I say, I, you know, okay. you can, but you can't be upset about a $32 loss. You know, this is a game of give and take, you know, it's, you are going to have some huge wins, but those losses are going to be there. It's basically, as we said before, comparing it to sports, you know, you can think of all these amazing athletes and you could think of Steph Curry, one of the best shooters in the NBA. He misses shots. There's two ways he can react. Of course, he can mope around and say, Hey, you know what? I'm going to sit on the bench. Someone go get me some water right here. Or I'll give the other players some water and I'm going to quit basketball. Or you say, Hey, you know what? I missed the shot. Give me the ball. And he goes ahead and keeps shooting and nails eight more threes on a day. So, I mean, you can take it a loss two different ways get angry and slam your computer or you can sit there learn from it learn what you did wrong and then go ahead and become a better trader from it so you know just a little analogy just from sports right there it's just two different ways that you can always handle every single thing you do in a negative way and a positive way even though a loss is not something we want to experience it is actually your biggest learning lesson because wins everyone wants to show off wins everyone wants to be able to say hey look what i did look what i can do losses again people want to hide and never kind of look at them ever again but that's where you need your improvement if you lost oh, yeah. it's in behind it dude i uh i'm the opposite of a fake guru you will uh, not on anything ever find me talking about my wins ever oh, yeah. yeah ever that's my money and you don't yeah. even know about it i'm just saying yeah. But I will That's gladly it. talk about my losses all day, every day, right? Because yeah. I feel like that is where people learn more from. That is and true. like, um, for example, so this last week I was, uh, I was building a course and inside the course I was, uh, I, I was doing several live trade examples. And um, there was one trade where uh, we had a winner, we rolled it forward, then the the roll forward was a loser and i was like this is a great trade like overall it was a great trade because it was profitable overall i don't care that i lost on the second half because if you sum the entire thing together it's still a winner 
So there yeah. is no, 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 no disappointment in that. Yeah. And that's where I, I know personally, I really struggled with was the accepting of losses mm-hmm. because it's like, I have to win every trade. Kind of like you were wanting to, to be that guy. Right. But you yeah. gotta let that ego, you gotta let that ego part go because it will ruin you. Yeah. It'll totally ruin you. Right. You hold the one trade that you think, well, first off, you probably got in way too big if you're that concerned about each individual mm-hmm. trade, but Let's say you put 75% of your account in one trade and then it's going against you. You can't sleep at night. You can't, uh, you can't think properly. You're, uh, you're at church, you know, you're, you're, you're yelling at you, you know, saying, please God, let this trade work because Uh you know, you've done wrong. Cause I've had those experiences, Sean. That's why I'm okay with sharing, you know, what my losers are. Cause dude, I've been there. I lost five figures figuring out how to trade before I actually learned to trade. And Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's, uh, Figuring out the strategy is one side, and then figuring out yourself, that's the other side, which can take people a long time, because they don't they don't want to be wrong, first off, and they don't want to yeah, lose no one, money. No one likes being wrong, and it's always right. tough to tell people, hey, you might want to stop doing this, you know, yeah. especially if they're making the same bad habit over and over again. But the thing is, the stock market usually disciplines people for them. You know, if yeah. someone's making oh, yeah. the same mistakes over and over again, it's stock market's going to tell you. Yeah, exactly. And and you've got to learn from those lessons that it's giving you because, uh, you know, you don't want to be wrong. You don't want to lose money. And then you don't want to be wrong a second time because immediately, because every trader goes through this. It's like, as soon as I sell, I know this is going to go back up. Right? <laughs> yeah. We all go through that. There's, there's and, been so uh, many times I've, I've shorted plays and I'll be I'll be taking a loss and it's climbing, climbing, climbing. I, I know right, hey, right when I cover this, it's, it's going to start fading right back on down. And it does that. And that's the most frustrating part. It you is. Know? And yeah. it's not easy. So, I mean, what I do, of course, uh, on TradeCaster, I'm always live streaming. And every single trade, you can see my brokerage. You can see all my scanners. You see every trade I take. So win or lose, people are going to be seeing all my good habits and all my bad habits. And when I have a win, hey, it's great. We can celebrate about it, you know, have some fun. But when I have a loss, you know, you see it right there as well. So it's kind of the same exact position that you're in. It's I can never hide anything. And, you know, I, I would rather people be able to see me lose because, you know why? I would rather have them be like, like, hey, Deck did this because of this reason, and that's why he lost. So let me make sure that I can't do it. So that's uh, that's the number one thing to me is just I just want to be transparent so that everyone can see what I do right and do wrong so it can help them in their stock trading careers. Without a doubt. And and it's so important. And that's where I feel that the people who are um, out there making content like you and I are really have the responsibility of that, right? And we yeah. can't be those those guys that only show the wins, right? I can't mm-hmm. stand when there's really good YouTube channels on it now that call people out like crazy. And I'm so glad because there's so many people that will hop on social media and they'll take a screenshot and say, I made $16,000 today. I made $9,000 today, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And, uh, you know, they never talk about their losses. It's all that, it's always crazy. winners, man. Always crazy. winners. Who I've never seen so many wins in my life. Dude. I mean, I, I'm usually the type of person that I, I try to always, you know, bl- I don't ever like talking, you know, badly about, you know, any other person. And, you know, I would love to just be like, hey, yada, yada, yada. But, you know, people usually figure out things for themselves after a while and be like, hey, that doesn't really make too much sense. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, or the uh, the rented Ferraris and rented Lamborghinis that people stand out in front of. And oh, I got that. Yeah. Yeah. The, I mean, the I, whole... I was just going to say the whole lifestyle influencer of a stock trader uh, can really screw some people up mentally. 
no, in my opinion. I, hey, t- you're t- you're talking to the guy. I've yeah, I've been there, man. I've I've uh, I uh, that was like one of my dreams when I first started trading. Is you know I always wanted like that next level car. I always wanted to be able to uh, be able to buy like my dream car, and uh, I did. I I was able to afford the car that I wanted to get. So I I went through that period. I went through that phase, and after a while, you know, I sold my car, and you know I. It, I always think, you know, when when you you're trying to get money or you're trying to become wealthy, you're be trying to become rich, and you want to be able to get that big house and that car or that boat. You know, when you finally get to that level, you know, the things is you don't really want to spend your hard-earned money maybe on a six-figure car or a, some things that you don't really need. And maybe I maybe it's just me getting more to the point that you know I'm maturing a little bit than when I was first 20 when I first started. But you know, I don't really want to drop you know six figures on a car just to post pictures in front of it anymore. So. I don't know. That's just where I'm at with my trading, I guess. No, that, that's good, man. Just uh, just a little FYI. I drive a Mini Cooper, and I love it. My Mini Cooper, oh, yeah, it's got a little no. turbo on it. It's so much fun. I love that thing. Oh, no, and it's I, not I, I about... Went, yeah, not, I, went, I went from McLaren, with my dream car, to now I drive a, a pickup truck. But I love my truck. Dude, it's not about being flashy, right? You can't trade what's in your car. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's... In my opinion, that's... Uh, I, I love cars. I think they're great, but I don't think that they are the best use of resources unless you're using them for advertising, like a fit guru. I gotcha. No, I understand that. (laughs) The thing is, I would just rather invest back into myself and if that is business, if that is real estate, you know, because the thing is, you know, we're both so young. It's just, you know, we have so much to be able to grow. It's like, do I maybe want to go back to that dream car? Absolutely, maybe one day. Do I want to, you know, maybe be able to get that big house with, you know, that boat one day? Absolutely. But the thing is, I want to be able to make sure that I'm financially stable. I don't want to be the person that, you know, has some money right now. And you know what? I know that money could easily go away if I'm not smart. It's more about, you know, hey, if you got if you got a passion and you want to be able to get that dream car, go for it. And I love that you have that passion. But at the same time, don't, you know, hit, let's say, $200,000 in your account and just blow your money and now you're broke. You know, yeah. so it's. You know, I would love to be able to get some nice things again. Uh, but the thing is, I don't want to drop all my money on, you know, cars and boats and houses right now when it's I don't want to be the next kind of story of, oh, this guy had money and was just ridiculous with it. So um, it's more about, you know, me right now. I want to save. I want to be able to buy smart, you know, assets that are only going to appreciate in value and not depreciate. That's right. And and Sean, I'm I'm glad to hear that. It sounds like you are maturing. I'm I'm glad to see <laughs> Thank that. Thank you. I mean, it's working. It's nice. Time is on your side. When I'm 27 and not, you know, 19. <laughs> so it's good. Yeah. I've written a short guide on how you can use the triple stock profit system. It's the secret weapon every investor needs right now to change your financial future. And you can get it for free by visiting triplestockprofits.com or in the links below. Also, if you want to join a community of traders just like you, you can get free access to the elite membership that has even more resources to help you trade faster and trade smarter. No, absolutely, man. Well, Sean, I'll tell you what, this has been great. You've, you've covered a lot. Um, I, I know that the audience out there certainly had to have gotten something useful out of this, um, especially with the, uh, the very inspiring and motivational things that you were talking about earlier. So I really appreciate that, Sean. Nice work. Yeah. I usually tell a lot of people that, and uh, you know, it's absolutely true. You know, just if you want to, if you want to become a stock trader, you're the only person that's going to make it happen. Could you again, you know, buy a course? Absolutely. Could you again sign up to a chat? Absolutely. But if you just think that someone's going to hand you the keys to success, 
doesn't work like that. You're going to have to make some sacrifices. You're going to have to put in the work. You can't just follow someone else and then expect to be successful at it. You gotta be able to put in the work yourself and say, hey, I'm gonna dedicate myself to this. Just because you go ahead and you sign up for some personal training classes doesn't mean you're gonna start losing weight. You still gotta put in the work for it. That's right. Nobody's gonna do the push-ups for you. you no. So listen, Sean, I really appreciate the chat today. Um, and and, and uh, let's tell people to go check you out over at tradecaster.com, correct? Tradecaster.com, sign up, free seven-day pass. I live stream every single day. We have a community of over 1,000 traders on the free seven-day pass. You'll be able to join our chat room, see me live trade, check out the free video library as well. Right now, I'm also doing a small account challenge where I have a $4,000 account. The goal is to turn it into $50,000. So putting myself back into a lot of normal trader shoes and saying, hey, if I can do it, you can do it. So I'm going to talk you through every single play, every single alert, teach you why I'm doing this. And we also are doing our boot camp right now during our small account challenge where every single day we do an hour long lesson going over my strategy and different you know fundamentals for you to be able to learn and become a better stock trader so it's a perfect time to sign up check us out and i look forward to working with every single person that's inspired and ready to work wow sean great pitch that was awesome i gotta say <laughs> well listen thank you so much for coming on the show today it was it was great to have some of your time all right thank you so much for having me yeah, for sure. And thank you guys for tuning into today's How to Trade Stocks Options podcast. Make sure you like, subscribe, and enable notifications. That way you never miss any of the tools, tips, and tricks that we upload every single week to help you trade faster and trade smarter. And I'll see you on the next episode. 10MinuteStockTrader.com content is for information and educational purposes only. It is not, nor is it intended to be, trading or investment advice or recommendation that any security, futures contract, options contract, transaction, or other financial instrument or strategy is suitable for any person. Trading securities can involve high risk and the potential for total loss of any funds invested. 10MinuteStockTrader.com and Christopher Ewell, through its content, financial programming, or otherwise, does not provide investment or financial advice or make investment recommendations. Investment information provided may not be suitable for all investors and is provided without respect to the individual investors and audience's financial sophistication, financial situation, investing time horizon, or risk tolerance. 10MinuteStockTrader.com and Christopher Ewell are not in the business of trading securities trades, nor does it direct client commodity accounts or give commodity trading advice tailored to any particular client situation or investment objectives. TimminusStockTrader.com and Christopher Yule are not licensed financial advisors, registered investment advisors, or registered broker-dealers. Stocks, options, futures, futures options, and other financial instruments not included here involve risk and are not suitable for all investors. You alone are responsible for making your investment and financial trading decisions and for evaluating the merits and risks associated with the use of any financial security and broker platform. For more information, please visit TimminusStockTrader.com legal. And thanks for stopping by.